Welcome back to Dow of the Day, everybody. This is Martin John, and this is your uh, every weekday in the morning at some point, usually between 7 and 10 a.m., sometimes central time. I am coming on and reading the Dow for you. What I ask of you is just come on, pick a number between 1 and 81, and join me for Dow of the Day. Will you pick a number? I'll read that Dow chapter with you, and we'll we'll course through it. We'll we'll cover it at first uh, as as an as a as an overview, and then we'll go through it one on one, line by line, with you and I. How's it going, Julie? It's always nice to see you. If you wanna if you wanna chime in and get a Dow for your day, I'd love to have you. Um, so yeah, today is a uh, another day for the Dow. If you have uh, a number between 1 and 81 you want to share, come on and give it to me. I'm going to go ahead and pick number 66 for myself. 66. All streams flow to the sea because it is lower than they are. Humility gives it its power. What do we got? Julie's going to join me. Okay, we're going to to hold on to 66 and we're going to take a number from Julie. Julie, how are you doing today? you i'm in the middle of like picking up all my grandchildren and i was just uh uh sharing with them you and my granddaughter millie said she'd like number 66 as well so how's that oh well look at that is that millie millie yeah millie how are you doing welcome to dow with the day i'm so yeah. glad you guys are joining me okay so let's 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 talk about 66 all streams flow to the sea because they are lower because it the sea is lower than they are the streams humility gives it its power if you want to govern the people you must place yourself below them if you want to lead the people so if you want to be the leader in your grade you must learn how to follow them the master is above the people and no one feels oppressed she goes ahead of the people and no one feels manipulated the whole world is granted to her because she competes with no one no one can compete with her how cool is that hey she's listening millie's listening (laughs) okay good all right so so millie do you have any thoughts about that at all? No, she's absolutely mesmerized is what I'd say. <clears throat> okay. Well, maybe she's also like, sometimes the Tao can get confusing. So ask her if she's confused at all. Are you confused? Hello. She says she doesn't know. She's doesn't just know. taking, she's just taking, taking it in. Okay. Yes. So this is the next part of what we do. At first I get like a general idea of what you're thinking. And what I like about this, and I'll give you my general thoughts is that, you know, so many times when we want to be a leader, we want to force ourselves upon the people we want to lead. We want to convince them or conjole them into thinking that we are their leader. But the true leader, the true leader sits back and kind of guides more than forcefully leads. They use the power within them. And here in this last line, because she competes with no one, no one can compete with her. And Millie, I want you to think a little bit about this idea that like, you know, when you compete with someone and they compete with you, all of a sudden you're two forces pushing against each other and no one's willing to give. 
Yeah. When, when you're willing to not compete and just be yourself, then you can flow and, and actually kind of like sidestep their attacks and sidestep their competing. There's no way they can compete with you unless you agree to compete with them. I'm so those are some of, some of my initial thoughts. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to read this through line by line. And if you have any any ideas, uh, whether Julie or, or, or Millie or anybody in the car, like I would love to uh, to hear what you have to say. So Millie, Millie is very sporty. Oh, so that is very helpful to her because her favorite thing at the moment, her favorite sport is rugby. Oh. And that is so good for her. So good. That and I bet, absolutely. I bet, I bet you're a competitive, I bet you're competitive out there too. She likes to achieve. She likes to, it's not about being competitive. She mm. likes to do her very best. She likes to do her best. It's not about, it's exactly what you said. It's not about leading. It's by doing what you do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And that's that's what was ringing, I think, with you, wasn't it, Minnie? Yeah. Carry so, on. So here <laughs> we have this first section where it says all streams flow to the sea because it is lower than they are. Humility gives it its power. This idea of of not trying to be above anybody else, not trying to be better than anybody else, not trying to stamp your will upon someone else you are the sea and all streams will flow to you when you can when you can be 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 humble be full of humility you know like be like yes i am this style or, or i am this good at rugby but there's always things i can learn and there will be a point where i will age and I will have to learn how to play differently. You know, like if you watch sport and if you watch really great athletes uh, get older, their style of play changes. Mm -hmm. And if it, it does. doesn't, if it doesn't change, you'll often see them having a real tumultuous or really difficult mentally uh, the rest of their career, you know, I mean, I don't know if you, if you guys follow, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you do a, a little bit of football. Um, and if you guys follow like, like one, I, I'm Spanish. So I, I watched the, the career of Fernando Torres and he was unable to adjust his style of play as he got older and less effective at being like the young sprinty powerhouse. And, and he really had a real difficult time. And he went from club to club to club trying to figure out, like, how can he be Fernando Torres again? And it was just like, no, you have to let that idea of who you were go. And that's and how you can, that, yeah, you need to adapt. You need to be humble. You can't, you can't stand on that which you have, the pride you have today for what you do on the field is not necessarily going to be the pride that you're going to have in 10 years. And so being able to be humble and to be, be full of humility and know that, you know, rugby is a hard game and you're yeah. definitely not going to be able to play it for the rest of your life at the level of which maybe you're playing today, or maybe you'll be playing in three or four years or five years. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but yeah. you know, so, so your body has limits. 
and to be humble with that and to be full of humility about what you can do is it like that allows others to flow to you and that way you can become more of a leader right when you see great leaders they're not necessarily the best on the field but they just learn very quickly and adapt and flow right and change and, can, and change yeah and they can observe they can observe and they can maybe just help inspire those around them and yet yeah. all of the streams are flowing to them and the sea doesn't call them the streams naturally flow to the sea and you millie are the sea you are the sea that is lovely thank you so much well Absolutely. this next section she's very very, she's very, very uh very you know she's very listening and yeah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so if you want if you want to govern the people and all that means millie is that like if you want to if you want to be able to help and aid the people govern the people really just means like the government is supposed to be here to help us it's changed a lot over the years and you know it's like <laughs> trust and all those things have lost but 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 if you want to help the people you must place yourself below them if you yeah. want to lead the people you must learn how to follow them yeah any thoughts on that anything I don't know. She says she's definitely soaking it in, though. That's really, really, yeah. It's 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 given her food for thought, hasn't it? About how how things work. It's not always that you lead with an iron rod, and you are bossy and rigid, because people tend not to really want to do that. People, most people and situations don't want to be told what to do. What right. they want is they want to be able to use their free will. And you, by placing yourself in a lower, sort of more humble place, they will naturally flow to you. That's what the guy is saying. Yes, Martin, John. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Millie, have you ever had teachers who, or coaches or people who, um, who you didn't want to perform for? Anybody? No, she's pretty malleable. <laughs> yeah. Is well, that's beautiful. And I think that isn't, you know, anyone who kind of rubs you up the wrong way a little bit. No, no, you're lucky. Very lucky. Hard to Very that, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and maybe that's also because, you know, you many, yeah. many people don't necessarily know themselves and know like that they want to not compete with others, but to do good for themselves, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of times when it's just like, oh, school is just a, a, a task. It's not necessarily a place that of, of, of any consequence. I can, I can be here and I can learn from anybody. And if you want to rule me in this way of like, I have to learn what you want me to learn, maybe you're more adaptable you're more malleable you can just be like sure whatever you want just to get out of here so i can go on the rugby pitch right like i can go do my thing <laughs> just yeah. get you off my back yeah i mean maybe it's even maybe if it's even family sometimes you know sometimes i know for me like you know certain grades and certain things were really important to those around me and so it was always difficult for me because i couldn't necessarily achieve that or i didn't want to at least so yeah 
So yeah, this it depends last on section, what calls out to you, doesn't it? It's what what yeah. uh, sits well with you that you tend to excel with. And Millie, are you the oldest of your siblings? Nope. She's the middle child. The middle <laughs> child. Oh. How, how blessed is she? <laughs> I'm a middle child, dear. Yeah. It's, it, it, and, and, and you seem like you're doing just fine with that position. I was not. So, oh. so I, I commend you, my dear. <laughs> she, she's great. She's a great middle child. She's very, uh, very kind. And she's yes. just really chilled out. We are, we, are, we are chill, kind people. But sometimes there can be deep sadness within us because uh, sometimes our older siblings just tend to have one up on us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the oldest one's sitting in here as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll get that. Yeah. Okay, so this wraps up with the master is above the people and no one feels oppressed. You know, if you're the best on the rugby field, if you're the best on the pitch, you're you're the best, absolutely the best. But everybody yeah. but everybody feels they're under you, then you're not a team. Yeah, Millie's about the team, aren't you? You're about yeah. the team. Yeah, she is, which is great. Yeah. She goes ahead of the people so no one feels manipulated. Like, right? Like you don't wanna you don't wanna do anything. You don't wanna be a jerk to your teammates, but you wanna you wanna inspire them to do their best. Yeah. And I think that's what this means when it says she goes ahead of the people. And no one feels manipulated, right? She doesn't. She doesn't have to like push him from behind. She doesn't have to go, 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 go. She can just go ahead, and all of a sudden, everyone follows her because she knows that she's inspiring them. Yeah, yeah, she does. She uh, she tries her very best and gives the best of herself as example, and that's how the team come together, isn't it? it is. Yeah. Which is and very then, good. And then, <laughs> oh, <shocked me. laughs> and then it says the whole world is grateful to her. The, I, yeah. I hope you feel that in your team and in your family and in the people around you that you realize that people are grateful that you're around. Because, you know, being a middle child can feel lonely sometimes. Mm. And it can feel like nobody appreciates, you know, because we're not the first. And, you know, we, we have to establish ourselves as being very different from the firstborn, right? Like we, like you and you and your sister or brother or whatever, the firstborn is, um, are probably very different in the way you approach things. Yes. And, and not that's, into that. <laughs> that's because your firstborn is so good at doing what they do. You need to establish something else. You need to establish yourself in a different way. You need an identity. And Millie, this is who you are. And the whole world is grateful for you. And I want you to hold that in your heart forever. Yes, I agree. We are so grateful. I agree. I think she's absolutely amazing, I do. I think she's amazing. I think then, they're all amazing in their way. Yes. But I want to, that is so nice to underline that for her because, yeah, she is pretty amazing. <laughs> and, then, and then this is where the end comes in because she competes with no one. No one can compete with her. And I bet when it comes to direct competition, maybe with your with maybe with your siblings and with your teammates and with your with other teams and things, 
I bet you, you shy away from openly competing outwardly. Yeah, she said, yeah. And, but maybe there's a lot of competitive play within you where it's playful. Yeah, she is. She's, she, Julie. Julie, Millie, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, that's the Dow. And um, Julie, make sure you, you pass that pass the Dow De Ching links down to uh, down to Millie and and you know anybody that that is interested. And also, I haven't seen any messages from you, Julie. Julie, so if you um, were interested in doing a uh, a, a workshop with me, reach out. I didn't see anything and that's cool. Uh, but I do want to make sure that we communicate on that. If that's something that you're interested in. Um, Millie, thank you so much once again for, uh, for joining Dow of the day. I appreciate that. Wisdom is awesome. You should probably get on. I'm sure you have lots to talk about. Um, so yeah, this is Dow of the day. My number was 66. Millie's number was 66. And we are here talking Dow of the day. I'll pick another number if nobody else wants to come on because we were, we were so focused on that one for Millie. And I think that that was beautiful because uh, it fit really well. Um, so yeah, I will just cut that in half and we'll pick 33 for mine. Um, 33. Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. If you realize that you have enough, you are truly rich. If you stay in the center and embrace death with your whole heart, you will endure forever. This is this this idea of death in the Tao is so deep. And I want I want you guys that are listening to understand that death isn't necessarily dying to the world, right? It is although it is, it's not it's not dying in your body necessarily. Although that is the ultimate way that we experience death. We experience death all the time. When I was talking with Millie earlier, this idea that aging in sport is something that we have to embrace and aging in sport what that often means is we have to die as the person who was and if we continue to want to be like we, we mentioned fernando torres who's a spanish uh he was he, he was again the front line of liverpool for about three or four years and and if when he was young and had a very certain style he never really changed his style of play even though he lost a little speed he got a little older he, and when you get older what happens is you start doubting yourself more and so as you start doubting yourself you have to recognize well how do i gain my confidence back well you gain your confidence back by allowing yourself to grow as you are not hold on to what you believe you are, what you remember you used to be when you were younger. Like when I was 19, I was able to do this. And now when, you know, now it takes more of more energy for me to recuperate from 
you know, a night out or doing something like that. So, so this idea that embracing death with your whole heart, death to who, death to your identity and death to your body ultimately, because your body is part of your identity too, because you are more than your body. You are the thing that inspires your body to move, that inspires your body to process the life that you're living. So knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. And the word intelligence does get brought up in the, um, in the Tao quite a bit. Um, I'm looking for a couple versions, a couple intelligence. So here's, here's another verse, number 18, that references intelligence. When the great Tao is forgotten, goodness and piety appear. When the body's intelligence declines, cleverness and knowledge step forth. So the body's intelligence. Um, and then it references uh, what is a good man but a bad man's teacher? What is a bad man but a good man's job? If you don't understand this, you will get lost, however intelligent you are. So there's another intelligence. So intelligence, once again, now in under these circumstances, in, in number 27, intelligence is referenced as you are going to um you are going to um no matter how intelligent you are you're going to get lost and so it says here in this in this 27 that intelligence is something that you will be able to lose and then knowing others is intelligence and then And then in number 70, we say, my teachings are easy to understand and easy to put into practice, yet your intellect will never grasp them. So we, through all of these different references to intelligence and intellect, we realize that intellect is a very specific thing, right? So knowing others is intelligence or knowing others is knowing what they're going to do. You know, all the people that write books, all the people that, that go out and say, this is the way the world is, right? That's intelligence. But knowing yourself is true wisdom. Like we were talking to Millie, like she knows a part of herself. There's plenty about herself that she doesn't know yet. There's plenty about Julie that she doesn't know yet. There's plenty about me that I don't know yet. <clears throat> you know, there's always more, but when we can be quiet and know ourselves, that's true wisdom. And in knowing ourselves, we'll be able to communicate with others much easily, a, a lot, a lot, a lot easier than we can if we just know who they are. Because if we know who they are, then we're not being humble. Then we're, we're just assuming we understand who this person is. And the thing is, when we can approach every relationship, when we can approach every person, from just an openness of, well, I know who I am. Who is this person I am talking to now? Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. So mastering others here is about, you know, governing. It's about like, even, even to your children, do you, do you look to your children or grandchildren as things that need to be mastered? Do you think that, you know, like getting, you know, the iron rod on them? Do you think punishing them? Do you think telling them that they're not good enough? Like making sure that they follow you and your ideas? This, this to me leads into all my recovery work because I so talk about living under the influence. Are you someone who wants others to live under your influence? 
Or are you someone who is living under the influence of others? And those aren't the only two, right? Those aren't the only two options. You can just live as you are. Know yourself without having to master others because mastering others is strength. Good for you. I'm really happy you got that strength. But mastering yourself is true power. And strength and force will always collapse in the face of power eventually. You know what I mean? If we look at World War II, that was force, that was strength. Eventually, it succumbed to the power. Just like right now, the United States is really kind of positioned itself for a while there on strength and outward force, right? But an inner power will overcome the direction that the United States is or has been going. And I'm not saying that any one president or person or whatever, there's just there's just an idea, the idea of forcing people to do things, the idea and whether like, like, I mean, this isn't political in any way, but but uh, but yeah, I just want to make sure that we understand the difference between force, strength, intelligence, and the things of wisdom and power, wisdom and power will always so if you if you uh, ever read the book uh, Force Vs. Power, Power Vs. Force, um, I forget the guy's name who wrote it, but uh, you know, we talk a lot about the two differences, the differences between what strength is or what force is and what power is, true power, true power within yourself, and that's knowing who you are. Okay, off of that soapbox, moving on to the next section. If you realize that you have enough, you are truly rich. Um, and I also think that we should say, if you realize that you are enough, you are truly rich. If you stay in the center and embrace death with your whole heart, you will endure forever. I pause there because of this, you will endure forever. It makes me want to just look up the word endure really quick. Uh, because I think there might be... There might be something in that that we can really to carry on through despite hardship undergo or suffer to put up with to tolerate to continue in existence to last okay so first off we all know oh, 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 somebody mary Kay. um so yes, Mary Kay is going to join us, and I'm going to come back to this as I continue to mull over this. Mary, how are you? Good morning. I'm great. Uh, I was in the middle of doing a manicure, which I haven't done in ages. Oh, well, that is beautiful. And I, you came on, and I'm listening, and you're talking about uh, your name. I'm sorry, uh, Martin? Martin John. Martin John. Um, and you were talking about death, and um, I'm going to start from way, way back. Uh, I'm a historian. Uh, just to give you a briefing, I have dropped out of uh, law school. I have dropped out of arts. I have dropped out of history, and um, which was an amazing thing. And I'm also a former gymnast, uh, and I'm going to be 61 years old, and I am grateful. And life is long. By saying that, um, yes, uh, let me just go back uh, hundreds of years. Uh, We're going way back. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Roman <laughs> Empire. Um, um, 
in the words of Mar Maximus Marcus uh, Aurelius, Aurelius. Uh, one of his sayings is that if you feel that you're dead, you have nothing to fear. Right. Uh, it may not be the exact words, because I also have a little hangover from last night. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I grew up, even prior to reading as a child, uh, you, you don't fear. Every time someone told me, don't do this, I've done it. And yes, I have put myself in position where it was dangerous. Uh, but I enjoyed the thrill. Uh, as you get older, as you age, yes, there are periods that you feel as you're going to be dead. And it's going to be your final day. But uh, if you have the courage, and if you have the belief, and if you do have that passion, you will achieve even more. I don't know. I don't want to compliment myself in any way. I don't know what I would be, I could be achieving in the next month. Right. So, um, so, so let me, let me just kind of like set the stage really quick here. We were talking, uh, you know, like, um, to like to embrace death with your whole heart, you will yes. endure forever. Right. So that's what we're referencing in the Dow 33. Do you have a number between one and 81 that you would like to, uh, explore? So this is Dow of the day. What I do is I invite people up to pick a number between one and 81 and we okay. read a chapter of I'm the learning. Dow. I'm learning. Yeah, I know. How about um, 11? 11. Beautiful. Let's go ahead and look at 11. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful verse. This is, this is what we're going to be talking about now. We join spokes together in a wheel, but it is the center hole that makes the wagon move. Excuse me. Can you start that over again? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. We join spokes together in a wheel, but it is the center hole that, wakes, that makes the wagon move. We shape clay into a pot, but it is the emptiness inside that holds whatever we want. We hammer wood for a house, but it is the inner space that makes it livable. We work with being, but non-being is what we use. So what are your thoughts? Wow, uh, it's never, um, I gotta research Tao. Yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can send you a link. You, you, you shoot me a message on Instagram, and I can send uh, you a link. Hold on, to... let me just. Okay, I'm learning this app. It's only been two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to me, welcome to wisdom. Yes, I'm Martin John. Um, I work with. Uh, I, I I host the Recover Yourself podcast. I got 21 years clean and sober, and weekdays I cover the Tao Te Ching. And I would be happy to send you a link to English translations of the Tao Te Ching. It's an ancient text that was written 600 BC by Lao Tzu, wow. and um, and each one of these verses are meditations about. Uh, the canon of reason is how I translate the Tao Te Ching. It is, it is the core of how to live a reasonable life.
Uh, it's, I'll, I'll be honest, and you, you're, you said sober. I've, I come from an alcoholic uh, background. Yeah. Very functional, extremely intelligent people. And I've become just like my father. And uh, last night, actually for two weeks, almost every day, because I'm home, did it uh, overdoing it. And this morning yeah. I woke yeah. up um, and my body's in pain. Yep, yep. And I'm blaming it on arthritis, my uh, gymnastics. Uh, I was a former gymnast, uh, yep. as I said before. Um, and I said, you know, today I got to make a decision. First of all, it's a lot of money being spent because uh, I buy the best. And uh, yeah, we buy the best, so we don't have to admit we have a problem because we're like, yeah. well, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a, I don't have a problem because I'm buying the best. That's what I did too. Uh, but yes, there is a problem. Yes, I do have a problem, and that is my weakness. So um, yes, that is that. Those those are things that you know that may need to get addressed. I mean, even when you mentioned I'm a little hungover after last night and laughed, I was like, yeah, nothing funny about that. In my mind, no. I was like, nothing funny about that. No, it's like, not. you know, but, but I was like, I also no judgment, like love you. And I want you to be and do what you want to do. And if, and if, and if that means like continuing or if that means changing, I support that. You know, I, I, I train alcohol treatment, uh, counselors and clinicians. Um, and I have a workshop coming up tomorrow in the same workshop every Tuesday. Reach out to me on Instagram and I would I would happily just get in touch with you and we can chat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go back through this, uh, this number 11. And we're going to talk a little bit about what this means. And I want, I would love to have like, you know, like even if you, any, any initial thoughts, we join spokes together in a wheel, but it is the center hole that makes the wagon move. We shape clay into a pot, but it is the emptiness inside that holds what we want. We hammer wood for a house, but it is the inner space that makes it livable. We work with being, but non-being is what we use. What do you think about that? Okay, uh, one thing um, that really, really stood out is the wheel, the spokes. Yeah. So yeah. every everyone in your life or you included everyone that you encounter makes that wheel it's a chain of thoughts there's it's a structure it's a structure mm -hmm. and it's kind of funny uh, i'm a farmer's daughter and my family's in construction and many other fields um I'm really gonna think about that, but something about a house. Um, we hammer wood for a house, but it is the inner space that makes yes. it livable. You can have, and I have, I had, and I walked away, uh, and I'm glad I disinherited myself from the inheritance. So, uh, and I see these beautiful homes, multi-million dollar homes, my nephew's building. And, um, and I know some of them are with happy people, joyous. And then in my life, 
I had the opportunity to have. I lived a privileged life, I must say. Uh, and you come home and nothing really mattered. Mm -hmm. Nothing really mattered. And yes, there was emptiness. And not loneliness, emptiness. Mm -hmm. And um, so what I would do is... Uh, I would buy art. I, I, I was a form, as you know, I, I, as I stated, I was an artist. I would buy these antique pieces and I would love it and I would display everything. And people who came to my house would say, everything that Mary has is on the walls. And I used to say, that's right. Everything is on the walls. But um, during that many decades i had many robberies and um mainly right now whatever is left is left it's not much but it's all it's good enough for me mm -hmm. uh it's very good enough for me my space is peaceful my space is knowledgeable uh, i love my books i love education but I find myself that I don't read the way I used to. Uh, maybe my concentration level, or maybe I don't learn that way. I learn by speaking. I learn by having conversations. Uh, maybe that's why uh, I dropped out of law, because I say this over and over again. I can't read 5,000 pages and understand a paragraph or a sentence. It has to be told to me. It has to be explained to me. I'm a detailed oriented person. Uh, by saying that my final years, six years, I worked with a government attorney, uh, judge who was the best and the worst man you ever met, but we remained friends. Uh, he retired, and shortly after that, I left. Um, but he explained to me a lot about emptiness, how you could fulfill yourself, how you can educate yourself. And he was able to see that I am very visual and vocal. And, uh, and he told me I had senses that very few people have so so much so much of you know since you've come on it's really interesting and i'm you know like i'm intrigued by a a, a big a big aspect and this number 11. so this number 11 talks so much about like the difference between being and non-being the difference between the structure and that which is within the structure you know, when we look at education, education is the structure. What you choose to do with that is your life. Mm -hmm. Family, the family is the structure. What you choose to do with that to affect your life is your life. What, you know, like just like a, a pot that we, you know, a clay pot, we shape it into something. It is the structure. And now we can move water around. We can, we can, we can affect others with our life. You know, so much of what I've heard from you is structure. You know, your uh, your relationship with alcohol is structure. 
your relationship to your past and your gymnastics structure, your relationship to your learning, your books, your home, your art structure. Beyond that is Mary. And I have yet to meet Mary. <laughs> right? I know the structures that Mary has built. I know the structures that she believes in. I know the structures that she embraces. And yet, I don't know anything about Mary. And even, even learning, even in, in how you learn, right? You learn visually, that's a structure. What do you learn? What have you learned? Who are you, Mary? And that's what, what I keep coming with. And at the end of this number 11, it says, we work with being. You work and you work and you work and you work with being. Yes. And yet non-being is what we use. And Mary, I haven't heard what you're using in your life. I've heard the work you've put in to gain the, uh, gain, you know, the, whatever it is you're gaining in your life. I don't know what that is because I don't know who you are, but, but, um, but that's, I think this 11 is very, very significant for you. It's and like I said, I would. 311, 311 is my birthday. 311. And we, we were covering 33 a second ago. So you are, you are, you are in, you are in the field, Mary. You are, you are here with me and i'm so grateful for that thank you so much for coming on thank i really appreciate you picking and dow of the day come on we'll continue Dow'll to explore yes and and again shoot me a message on instagram and i will i will send you links to translations of the dow so you can check it out um as i know you know that would be probably something that you might be interested in doing just because you know of of the structures that you have in your life and 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 it might help open you a little bit to some new ideas and i would love for you to join uh one of my workshops again it's for drug and alcohol rehab counselors but it is about them like dealing with their triggers and we all have triggers and uh mary love you so much this is dow of the day we're gonna bring mary on for a brief minute and we'll wrap up with we'll go back to 33. I just wanted to say thank you. And, um, and uh, after uh, a few minutes of thinking, I realized that I do this out of boredom. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I do it to alter my mind. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 what, it's what I would consider in my work a pacifier. Pardon me? I would consider this in my work a pacifier, you know, like all those things that like, like it helps pacify your mind. Yes. Because, because, because there's, yeah, I don't want to put any words in your mouth. There may be other pain or there may be other sorts it of things that are out. Yeah. That are, that are going on under the surface. Yes. And, and, and that's what we explore in my workshops, which is again, why I'm reaching out and saying, you might want to check this out, but you know, like it, it just, listening to all of this like you 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 can figure that all out but but thank you so much and 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 it's it's really beautiful that you can recognize that i've recognized that a long time ago it's yeah. not something that i do uh 
morning tonight. It's just no, yeah. there are certain times that I need to alter my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And why I do this, I don't quite understand yet, but I will. I know That's right. given the opportunity, I will. Yeah. And we, and, and that's something that, you know, like, again, I got 21 years clean and sober and, and looking at those things that help me alter my state, uh, all, or pacify me in the moment or whatever, that is the work. Like we, you are so special. You are so beautiful. And there, there are places where you escape that. And where you you where you pacify from that, and you are too important to do that too much. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. I love you. Thank you so I much for joining too. me again. And we'll uh, we'll we'll definitely be in touch again. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Let me let me look at thirty three again and see if we if we got through everything. Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mary, hope you're still listening. <laughs> Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. If you realize that you have enough, you are truly rich. If you stay in the center and embrace death with your whole heart, you will endure forever. And that is 33. You will endure forever. You will be able to continue doing what you do. You will be able to be a young football star, right? And then be a middle-aged football star because you are not trying to be the middle-aged football star as a young football star. You will be able to change the way you approach things because you are a different person. You have allowed that young person to die to who you are today. And the work that you put in the world as someone who has been able to be present with yourself will be able to endure as well. Thank you so much for all of your contributions. I'm bringing Bella on to give us some final words because she won't pick a number. How you doing, Bella? <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Martin? How are I'm you? Well. Good, good, good. I tell you what, those videos are so photogenic. You must give me the right light angles. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 thank you. Like, look, we, 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 we need to be in touch. <laughs> we definitely do. I'm sticking through. Oh, 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 it's Martin. <laughs> well, as you're closing, I, I just heard um, 33 and I just wanted to use a quote, which is I've used in two rooms today. So there must be some meaning behind it, which I need to also delve into. And um, it's on my Instagram. You either walk inside your story and own it, or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. So that's interesting because now like the definition of story has to get shifted, right? It's not the story. Like, yeah, I don't like talk to me about that phrase. Well, I think you, you know, you either own your story, which you're saying own who you are. Yeah. Because um, like any good story, uh, I'm just thinking as I'm going along, but like any good story, as you turn the page, the story builds up on the previous page. Yeah. So as you own your story, 
you you own who you are. You own the essence, the storyline. So you can stay still in it. You don't have to change it. However, when you do um, stand outside of your story, which you've, uh, for me says you've lost your essence, right? Mm -hmm. Then what do you have to do? You have to hustle to be part of somebody or other people's story. So I read it again. You either Please. walk inside your own story and own it, or you stand outside your story and hustle for worthiness. You know, and I this this rings really true to me. Um, you know, as I as I kind of get comfortable with uh, with the the quote, um, because I I get it right. Like like in in some of my language, story is used differently. Like, oh, that's a story. That's not who you are. Right. That's not mm -hmm. the, that's the story. And so this is a little different where it's like this. The story is who you are and um, your and, you know, essence. I, yes. Your essence, like deep down. And mm -hmm. I know that um, and I still recognize that I live under the influence of others um, in areas of my life that I don't want to because I want to get to know myself. But like the other day, I, I was with a friend of mine who I hang out with on every Saturday. And, and I said, oh, you know, my the soccer team that I watch, uh, that I that I shout for on the odd occasion is uh, is playing a game today. But I don't know that I want to watch it, da, 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 you know, like, and I was like, I was just dismissive, dismissive, dismissive. She was like, well, I'd love to watch it. And I was like, oh, and I got really happy. And I was like, wait a minute, where did this happiness come from? Like, like I, I didn't even recognize that I wanted to watch it that badly. Yes. But then when this person and, and, and I was talking to someone last night, I think it was last night mm -hmm. and she had told me you are, you're, you're, you're afraid of wanting, right? You're afraid of having this, like of being rejected. You're afraid of, and so in order to not be rejected, you don't want, Oh, oh. you know, so, and, and, and that was, that rang really true. Yeah, so you're going to keep on hustling for your worthiness or oh, see the magnificence, the magnificence that you are that your Instagram reels show. <laughs> yes, that is that is my 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 goal is definitely to because I know that my essence is phenomenal, amazing and it's impressive and I love it. And yet I I still haven't I, I have yet to understand how like I, I, I've been, I've been turning from that for so long and living under the influence of others for so long that it's, it's, it's been difficult for me to embrace completely. And I'm, I've embraced it partially, of course, but, but, um, but yeah, so, so this, this quote is really beautiful for me, especially as I, you know, especially as I go through this 33, knowing yourself is true wisdom, knowing yourself, mastering yourself is true power. And that's, and that's where we're moving to. You know, um, as somebody who has spent most of their professional life having to assess people very quickly in order to find solutions, I think you've got a very beautiful essence because mm. I, 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 I sense people. People say I'm a very good diagnostician and it's not that I'm a very good diagnostician, it's because I don't, you know, the, the layers, because I'm always 
fighting against that. Layers do not matter. It's the essence of the person yeah. that matters. You know, so that perhaps that's why, you know, I don't like all these likes, 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 because, right. you know, I, I know the people uh, on my account. If you, if you say, where did you meet these people? I can tell you where I met them. And that to me is really, really important. It's the essence because why should you have to hustle for worthiness when the divine intelligence in you supersedes all these belief systems. Of course, I'm talking to myself. I'm not like this all the time. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> you know, the halo is not shining all the time or is shining at all, you know, we just keep on polishing it. <laughs> That's right. You yeah. know, and, and, and I, I like to think of myself in the same way and, but it's always coming back to me and how much further, you know, I, I get to go because you are, you are a reflection of who I am in my life. When I see exactly. you, when I feel from you, all of that is just me. You are yeah. just showing me me and I am just showing you you. And when mm -hmm. I have, when I have judgments or thoughts or, or, or inclinations, like those are all about me for me. And I get to be here and hear myself from a different perspective. And that's what's so beautiful about wisdom, right? Like to be able to connect with you and Allison and, and Catherine and all of the people that I get to connect with on here, they get to show me who I am. And it is so beautiful. And Mary, who came on a little bit ago, like showing me parts of myself that are just deep and loving and, and all of this is so beautiful. Well, there you are. There you are. And, and it's there reflected. you are. It's reflected in your Instagram reels. I suggest everybody goes to Martin's Instagram and, and see if they agree with what I'm saying. It's <laughs> always a pleasure. Oh, there's Always Martin. a pleasure. Oh, man. You know? Thank you so much. Yeah. For and it's always like... I am, I am, I am honored to be uh, someone that you visit regularly and chat with. And I know, I know you chat with a lot of people on here, but I am, I always feel a beautiful, special connection when we get to chat. You know, it's very interesting because um, I chat with people I feel comfortable with. And if I'm wrong, if I feel comfortable with someone and they prove me wrong, I just leave them to grace and yeah. just keep my distance, you know, because yeah. it shows me what is the lesson that I have here? Because it's not that they're right or wrong, but we all have different journeys. And some go one way and another person goes another way. But the thing is that to always, always be respectful of people, you know. Yes, and, and yourself along the way. Exactly, and um, if you're disrespected, just move away. Because they're taking, they're taking energy from you that you could possibly give to other people. And um, I'm really grateful um, for the kind people we've met. And I try to expand gradually, but you know, I'm also very, very grateful for the people I've met um, here who have been just amazing, 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 amazing. We'll chat offline, uh, Martin. You will yeah. also 
you were going to go off and um, yeah so i'm gonna I, I gotta i'm gonna i'm gonna make a little breakfast we're gonna we're gonna start our day it's 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 already getting on by the time i'm done kind of with my morning routine it's gonna be almost noon <laughs> okay well um I'll, I'll, I'll let you go and i'll i'll send you the posters it's it's on the instagram it's this week yes uh, i'll i'll yeah i yeah. i'll i'll definitely run across it okay. and i'll and i'll and i'll, and I'll okay. shoot it out there thank okay. you so have, much have love. a blessed day you too dear Oh, it's always nice to have Bella come on and, and, you know, then, oh, 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 who do we get? Allison, Allison. Oh, I do want to read one with Allison. Come on, Allison. Come on, Allison. <laughs> Happy Monday. I, I won't let, I won't take your whole time. I just heard you going to get on with your day, but I was yeah. like, oh. no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Oh, okay. Number. Let's do let's do somewhere in the middle 46 46 okay when a country is in harmony with the dow the factories make trucks and tractors when a country goes counter to the dow warheads are stockpiled outside the cities there's no greater illusion than fear no greater wrong than preparing to defend yourself. No greater misfortune than having an enemy. Whoever can see through all fear will always be safe. I love that last line, will always be safe. Well, what's interesting is because you're safe even if you can't see through fear. You're always safe, full stop. Yes. But you don't see it that way. <laughs> you don't feel like you're safe, but from a universal standpoint, we're always safe. Even yeah. when, because part of the challenge of being human is we feel fear and sometimes becomes blinding. And so it creates a sense of not feeling safe. But ultimately, when we can remember that even in those situations, ultimate safety is who we really are then the fear becomes simply an experience of reflection and not all-encompassing right yeah no I, I i agree with that i think that's i think what what ends up what is chicken or the egg here you know fear or safety right <laughs> i think there's a there's a like when you can recognize you're truly safe and i think many many people cannot recognize they're truly safe because they're caught up in fear well, you know, it's interesting. It's I just like fear is is a is a constant. Um, there's an invitation to constantly experience and the sensation of fear. For example, like just a few seconds ago, someone had you know a spammy text came through that said, you know, you have viruses on your phone and click this link and it'll will solve it. You know, so of course you look at that. The most people get hit of adrenaline because they think oh shit without thinking through okay this is some random generated bullshit you know that doesn't really have anything to do with me and has everything to do with this spammer right. just sending random stuff out into the universe there's always an opportunity to but i posted on instagram as using it as an analogy because it's like it's easy to see when you receive spam like that. Oh, this is spam. This really isn't that. And it does nothing to do with me and everything to do with this person just choosing random numbers versus when it looks like it's personal 
when it feels like it's personal and then you get that jolt, you're like, mm, now I'm scared because this is personal. It's, it's actually not. It's simply, it's, right. it's, it's the same thing. Only the perception is different. It's, it, you know, like I can, like, I like, I like becoming aware of that. Right. Like you're like, Oh, fear. Oh, wait, Nope. That's just some bullshit. Like, mm -hmm. it's so nice to be able to just like wake up to that awareness of like, no, this is just some bullshit and I can let it go. But it's fun to, uh, fun is a kind of like, I think it's fun to like have that feeling and then just kind of back off it. Right. Like, like, oh, it, it, it arose and it's OK that it arose. Like, that's what it was built for. That's what it, like, like that that text was written in order to elicit a specific yes. response. The fact mm -hmm. that your body responded to it isn't, you know, and I think a lot of times people want to not be fooled. Like I'm too, I'm too wise to be fooled or I'm too smart to be fooled or whatever. And, and, but once you get fooled, and I remember this one time, you know, like I was, I was staying on the street in New York uh, for a while back there in my late teens, early twenties. And, and, you know, I got taken a couple times while I was out there and, and the shame that I had about being taken, um, was so deep, you know, uh, and, and, and especially because I grew up in the city, I grew up in Chicago, you know, and then I found myself on the streets in New York and, and it was this, it was this experience that, you know, like, you know, when you're living on the street, you can't think clearly, there's all sorts of stuff going on, like, and, and, um, and definitely like fear you know, and, and addiction was in there and all this other stuff. And, and it was, it was so much like getting taken then had so much shame associated with it. And now, you know, I don't want to be taken. And if I do like, I, you know, I get suspicious sometimes and there's things, you know, like there's, so that fear is still there. And so like having a reaction to that or having an initial sort of response to that isn't a bad thing. And I really kind of enjoy when I can kind of spot my body going into that because it's it's bodily like my whole body shifts when i have that feeling yeah i do too i mean i i love being able to recognize when an idea has stimulated a, a hormone you know concoction that is jolted through my body which is yeah. what we call fear right. i love being able to recognize it and going oh isn't it interesting how i observed this thing it yes. caused me to think in a particular direction which caused my hormones to waterfall through my body it gave me a sensation and because it did, I looked at that first, I was, it gave me a little bit of a like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is the one of those spammy things because it kind of takes you off guard a little bit. You're like, it sort of in, feels like it inserts itself into your reality. Yeah. And then you're and then you're like, oh, geez, okay. But this is great because I can use it as an analogy because we can see how this has nothing to do when it, when that stuff shows up on our phone. We know it has nothing to do with us, and we know it has everything to do with someone just randomly generating you know, stuff to people, they have no idea, just random numbers to them. It's easy to see it, you know, right. but it's just, but, 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 but like it is just in the manifestation, like your body is this like, like that's, that's your playground. Like this is a place, Oh, my stomach kind of crunched mm -hmm. up there for a minute. It's just like, Oh wait, <laughs> like, like I can have fun just recognizing it, you know, like, because, you know, even though like, like I had the last couple months for me, like we're, we're like tinged with sadness, but that doesn't mean that I'm not having fun in feeling that I'm not, I'm not wallowing. And I'm just like, wow, like, look at this body kind of react and look at my mind 
going to these stories and telling these stories and doing all of this stuff around that sadness. And it's like, okay, well, you know, like most of that is now behind me and I can kind of move on and do all that kind of stuff. But it's like during that phase, it's like there are things that are happening, like an awareness of what is going on is such a beautiful sort of like breath. Well, it's all there. Yeah. I mean, it's all there for, to inform us about what our active beliefs are. It's all just feelings are just a, a way to be more aware of what we believe to be true in the moment. And um, when my dad passed away, he was a, he was a physician and he had trained himself to do what he perceived as hold his emotions back. Cause when you're in surgery, working with patients and, you know, people who are sick, you know, mm-hmm. he was trained in the industry where you don't show emotions. You're very just robotic about it. You go about your way, this and that. He never disengaged from that. There were only two times that I can remember that where I saw the breakdown of that. One was when my sister, the cops came to our house because my sister, and I remember she had accused him of uh, being sexually molested, which he did not do that to her. Yeah. She was, and then I remember seeing, I just, I remember seeing the vulnerability in that moment. The second time was when he passed away in March and it was a week from his transition and it was about Wednesday. It was like a Monday to a Friday. And so it was like a Wednesday. I was on the midnight shift and he, the morphine wore, wore, was wearing off and he started to get, he started to flail around. And what occurred to me was this is the second time in my life I've ever seen this level level of vulnerability in this person I call my father. And what came up in me was anger. And it took me a couple months to figure out what I'm like, what the fuck was that about? Mm-hmm. It was part of the narrative that we had written, which was he was going to be not, you know, emotionally available. And I was going to struggle with needing exceptional vulnerability. That was our theme. Yeah. That was our life theme that played itself out. But if I hadn't had that emotion, which most people would say, Oh, that's, that's inappropriate. You know, your father's right. dying. How dare you? Right. Well, you know what? It's information. It's really, really good information that tells. And it's inform. It's it's information about one thing, and that's you. And that's and, me. Exactly. Uh, although, although nobody else needs to have any, nobody has any say about any of that information because they don't even know how to process that information. No. But you do. Yep. So even though it was a derivation of fear, and I called it anger, it was still mm-hmm. really good information. So that's right. Fear is in all its, you know, all the guises it shows up in, all the masks that it wears, is always exceptional information about self. Always, always, always. Yeah. You know, we start looking at this 46 and, you know, it talks about a country. But as you know, and I think most of the people probably listening do, like when I talk, when, when the Tao talks about a country, I always think about the body or the family or, or any level of community, whether that's community of cells or community of ideas or whatever. So when a country is in harmony with the Tao, factories and trucks, factories make trucks and tractors, Mm -hmm. you know, things that are productive. And this is, you know, when your body is in harmony with the Tao, the factory makes your factory of like hormones and stuff, make things that, you know, are, are, are help you kind of process things in your body. Yeah. Regenerative. Right. 
When a country goes counter to the Dow, warheads are stockpiled outside of the cities. And this to me talks about the idea of, you know, like uh, defenses, mm -hmm. especially as it relates to fear. The next, the next line is, there is no greater illusion than fear, no greater wrong than preparing to defend yourself. Just like we said, when your body goes counter to the Tao, you start to build defenses. No greater misfortune than having an enemy. Having something that you're trying to keep at arm's length, having something that you're not willing to embrace, even if that's fear at this moment. You embrace it, you see it, you look at it. You don't become afraid of that and then just look at the manifestation and say, this is the cause of my fear and I wanna get rid of my fear. Where is this fear within me? And then I can have fun with it. Then I can, then I can be in harmony with the Tao. Yeah, the best thing I ever learned about these words we call positive and negative. We usually attribute those to like fear is negative and in these love grand, is yeah, right. We're in these grand sort of toxic positive world, right? <laughs> well, there's always judgment. I mean, that's a right. term of judgment. It's like that's people right. say, "Oh, positive vibes only." You know, I want these negative people out of my experience and this and that. So there's always a term of judgment when it comes yep, to positive yep. and negative. But the best thing I ever did was understand those the terms um, in terms of the structure of them. Like fear is a contractive energy and love mm -hmm. is an expansive energy. So, yeah. you know, when you're feeling contracted or when you're feeling defensive, because that's a contraction, don't come near me, get away from me, I have to yeah. defend myself, you know for yourself what energy you're in. Really good information, really good to know, because you don't want to spend too much time in contraction, in separation, in isolation, you know, on a cellular level all the way up to, you know, the larger level. So I always look at those you know, if I'm feeling defensive, if I'm feeling, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm funneling my consciousness through a structure and it looks like, you know, I'm alone. It looks like I've been attacked. It looks like, oh, look at that. Isn't that interesting? I don't want that anymore. And right. Like, and that's what we talked about earlier, right? <laughs> like when you have that feeling and that, that contracting feeling in your stomach or your, or, or your solar plexus or in your heart or, mm -hmm. you know, like in your throat, when that contracts, huh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's okay that it contracts. We don't have to, we don't have to make it an enemy. We can just be like, Hey buddy, what's going on over there? Yeah. We've been taught that the contraction or the feeling of fear is a bad thing. Like think about FDR. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Like, right. uh, actually, yeah, yeah. you don't. But he gave us those words in the energy of his era. Now we know better. Now we know we don't have to fear fear. It's just information. Right. And, and yeah, it's so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. What a, and, and I think that it all sort of, it's all just so beautifully tied together in this. And so, yeah, 46. Thank you. Well, enjoy your uh, 13 degree day. <laughs> Yes, it's a it's a cold one. I was I was out already this morning and slipping and sliding everywhere. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah. As you hear in the Chicagoland area, we have a thin coat of ice over every surface that you will walk on. And so I took two spills yesterday in a five mile walk, which I'm really, really happy of uh, because it was five miles, only fell twice. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good, especially with the amount of ice that's out there. Okay, I'm going to be wrapping up. So nobody else join right now. <laughs> if you do, I would probably take you, uh, which is why I'm saying don't join. Um, I'm Martin John. I host the Recover Yourself podcast. This is a Recover Yourself production. I talk all about recovery in many different ways, especially as it, as it relates to what we are recovering to, because we are all recovering ourselves. Whether or not you're living under the influence of other people or other substances or behaviors, at the end, you're going to have to recover yourself. And I would love to talk to you more about that. I have workshops coming up. One is tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central Time. And uh, would love for you to join me. If you are interested, shoot me a message on Instagram, uh, DM me, or shoot me an email, martinjohn at martinjohn.com, spelled the way you see it here on Wisdom. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I also deal with, I also work with a limited number of one-on-one clients every month. So if you are in, on a path of recovery and looking to uh, take that next step and really, really start to own yourself as you are right now. And, and start making those shifts into being who you want to be and stop judging yourself for where you are because you're perfect right now as you are. And I always say, don't let your definition of perfection rob you of yours. Okay. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining Mary, Allison, uh, <laughs> Millie, and Julie. Thank you. And uh, until next time, keep recovering yourself. Bye-bye.